Hi everyone, glad you could join me again on this week's edition of Matters of the Heart. My name is Dr. Y and uh, this week we continue with what we started in the last podcast, which was key questions to ask before embarking on a relationship. Here you are now, uh, let us assume that Um, you have asked yourself those questions, Um, you still need to think a bit further, think a bit more, think a bit more long-term and then ask yourself that, um, okay, haven't asked myself these three questions and I've provided answers to them. Um, You should also begin to ask yourself, okay, um, what is the end goal of this relationship? Where is it leading to? What is the whole idea behind it? What is it going to result into? Now, if your answer is marriage, uh, you should then begin to ask yourself then that what kind of spouse do I want to be? What kind of marriage am I looking at? What kind of family do I want to have? Now, to answer those questions, you'd have to take a moment and think back to your family of origin. So you would ask yourself again that looking back on my family of origin, do I want to replicate this foundation, this family setting? Do I want to replicate this family setting? For some, their family foundations were built on mutual love and respect uh, between the parents and for some others it was a defective background uh, which means that a new foundation has to be laid now for those who are in the latter group you'd have to learn from God the creator and the way he went about you know creating the earth in Genesis 1 1 to 2 It says in the New Living Translation that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Without trying to go into so much of theology as it were, um, we'll try to unpack that verse and then see, you know, how to bring it to life. Um, so let's go on a short break. And when we return, um, we unpack that verse to see what, what it means in practical terms, how you recreate a new life, a new way, a new um, beginning uh, from the foundations of, you know, uh, um, a a dysfunctional past. Dear listener, please permit me to share the word of God with you for 60 seconds. Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, The God of Celestial has sent me to tell you that the end is near. The Lord says he's coming soon to judge the earth 
and that the end is near for all those who serve Satan and his followers instead of serving he, the Lord God Almighty. Jesus says he's coming soon. And he says that the sword of the Lord will descend very soon because the world has turned away from him. And so I want to urge you, dear listener, please turn back to God. And if you're yet to believe in Jesus, please accept Jesus in your heart today and make him the owner of the life that you're living. God bless you. Welcome back. Uh, so, uh, just before we went on break, I was talking about uh, Genesis 1, verses 1 to 2, and I was talking about those who, you know, come out of um, backgrounds where, you know, the, the, the foundations um, were quite faulty, and so a new foundation has to be laid, you know, for such people. You know, when you ask yourself the question, okay, thinking about my family of origin where i came from originally and you're asking yourself the question do i want to replicate this family setting do i want to replicate this foundation where your answer is no then you have to think of laying a new foundation of having a new beginning and so we're, we're gleaning from the wisdom of Genesis 1 wanted to, to see how to go about laying that new foundation. There's a particular verse that I'd like us to, to uh, dwell on a bit, and I think that's uh, verse 2. It says that um, the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters, and in describing the earth, you know, it says that the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters so we'll begin to unpack from there so the spirit of god was hovering over a dark situation everything was dark so growing up in this functional setting means uh, you've been handed a dark reality you've been handed a dark and empty legacy and you can't pass it on because it, it's a worthless legacy um, it's not one you can live in as your present reality or even any kind of reality because it's one that brought you pain so you'd have to change that legacy and to change that legacy you have to change the picture in your mind's eye because there's a picture you've already been exposed to growing up so that picture has to change and the picture has to change in your mind's eye if we look at the way god went about creating the earth you'll see that the first thing god created was light it was dark and he needed to see what he wanted to create and interestingly his journey of creation started with the picture that he had in his mind you know so light couldn't have been created if he didn't first envision it so he envisioned a place that would be filled with his nature that would bear his imprint and point people to him so as, as you're someone who you know is trying to create 
you know, a new foundation. What are you envisioning? God envisioned what are you envisioning? So, just as God envisioned the place that will be filled with his nature, why not think of envisioning a family, envisioning a marriage, um, and a family that will be filled with love? Because love is God's nature. You know, love will be your signature, the way you you go about doing things, you know, you relate with each other, your spouse in a loving, caring way, and your children see these examples. So talking about the vision, so God had a vision. So what are you envisioning for yourself as a spouse? Do you understand? We talked about, you know, the kind of family setting. You envision the family setting that will be filled with love, that will bear, you know, the imprint of love, you know, and and your children will see you and your spouse respectfully and lovingly, you know, relating with each other. So that's answers. That's uh, an example of an answer that you can give to yourself that what kind of spouse do you want to be? If you are going to create a place that is going to be filled with love, then you have to be loving in nature, you know, and love is not something you hide. You don't say, I know within myself that I love you. It's something you show. You can't be hidden. It's expressed. It's giving freely to another person. Uh, So that's a question to ask yourself. The vision crafting you are now, we're now talking about you crafting the vision. So you're envisioning yourself as a loving spouse, one who would, you know, lovingly and freely give of yourself to your spouse. Um, and it, it's not just thinking about it. You now have to write it down. And it's not just writing down alone. You also then need to bring it to life. You, you have to be intentional. Habakkuk 2 verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2, the English standard version says, And the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. So, based on what I'd shared with you earlier, you've talked about the family, you, you, you want to have a family that will be, you know, your, your family home will be filled with love that that will be the nature you know and the code of your family you know that will bear the imprint of love you know and and, you know demonstrate love in practical terms you know to your children so you know you then have to commit it to paper you have to write it down there has to be a visual reminder and then you need to ask yourself do i have what it takes um, to be the kind of spouse I have written, do you understand? Uh, it's important because you need to remember that you have the tendency to slip into your default um, dysfunctional setting mode without realizing it. So there has to be a bit of intentionality on your part about not acting the way you've been exposed to growing up. And to do that, you're going to, you're going to ask God to help you to live and act differently so that you can create a different legacy for your children and generations after them. So if you're hoping to um, 
have a home that is filled with love that will bear you know um you know the hallmark of peace mutual love and respect this is are not things that you just will to happen you have to work towards it um to make it happen and and when you write these things down and you're in a relationship with someone and it's clear to you that you know this is the person that you would you you want to spend the rest of your life with you you then have to come at some point two of you 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 need to discuss you know the vision that you have with the person you intend to marry that's that's your partner that's your teammate you understand it's your partner in that in that union you 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 would be prospective partner in that union so um you'd have to share the vision you know it's like getting their buying you'd have to share the vision with them so that they know what matters to you and then you also encourage them as well to share their own vision with you as well you know concerning marriage concerning um you know having a family concerning raising kids because uh, as, as as simple as they may look um they're actually points of arguments for quite a number of couples who haven't thought through it you know to thy own self be true uh, by the time you ask yourself these questions and you write them down you honestly ask yourself if you have what it takes to be able to accomplish what you 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 have written down as a desire it's there and then you'll be able to tell yourself look i still need to do a lot of work on myself in this area or i really don't have what it takes there's a difference between a desire you know something that this is a desire and another thing that this is the reality that you're being faced with um so you know you need to sit with with whoever it is that you you want to settle down with share the vision with them let also hear them out you know let them share their own vision with you because it's a two-way street remember it's not just about what you want it's also about what they want and whether they have what it takes to give you what you're looking for do you understand um it's it, it goes beyond just you know i like you like me uh, there, there has to be a person fit as well you're trying to create something you're trying to create a, a, a you know a, a reality a new constructed reality for yourself then you have to be sure that the person that you know you are discussing with has a temperament to make that vision come alive has the temperament to make it happen otherwise there will be a clash of personality in fact it may be your personality differences that will just you know scatter the whole arrangement and then there will be chaos in the home so you also need to be sure that as you have written this you've asked yourself this is what i hope to achieve and do i as a person have the temperament do i have what it takes to be able to accomplish this goal you also need to be sure that whoever it is that is coming into that union with you has the temperament to also you know work out that vision with you or else there's going to be issues share that vision that you have for your marriage for you know raising a family share it with them share with them let them share with you and, and the two of you then come up with you know a joint vision for how your marriage is going to be how you're going to relate with each other um you know the kind of family you will raise these things again i'm seeing it the second time as inconsequential as they may look 
these are the very sore points for a number of couples in marriage that actually leads to divorce you need to agree on 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 you know practically everything you know in terms of like for instance people have different parenting styles some are a bit more relaxed when it comes to you know uh, meeting our discipline while some others are very strict now if you have not agreed on how you want to raise the family and you know agreed on uh, how you're going to harmonize your different parenting styles that can be a source of conflict in your marriage where then you leave the child who has the deviant behavior and you start battling each other because you can't understand why the other person is not seeing your own side of the story or is not aligning with the way you would like to have the child discipline and that is enough to lead to a separation as ridiculous as it sounds people are actually you know heading uh, you know breaking up on account of the fact that you know you, he's too harsh with the way he deals with the, with the kids or she doesn't seem to care i mean I, i'm literally the one always you know having to reprimand the children and she just seems very laid back these things they cause resentment and then they later escalate into big issues so it's very very important that you ask yourself these questions you know right before you go into relationship you need to be very deliberate and intentional and purposeful about what you're doing you don't just leave things to chance don't, don't just leave things to you know like let let's just you know let's just freestyle and see how it goes from there it doesn't work like that everyone sees a well manicured garden and we all go oh ah this is lovely we like this garden you know it looks well tended to you know it, it it looks fantastic but that's because somebody took the time to actually look through the garden you know check for weeds to prune the flowers prune you know uh, the plants there to make sure that everything falls into shape and then you pass by and you say oh this is a thing of beauty so if someone is taking their time to make sure that the garden is well looked after you you have to be uh you know intentional and purposeful about uh wanting to achieve a good marriage it it doesn't just happen it's like a student who goes to school or you know a student who makes no effort to attend classes or where the student attends classes makes no efforts to read what's going to happen at the end of the day that student is going to end up failing the course because the necessary action and responsibilities that need to be undertaken have not been undertaken so this is uh, something very important to uh, to consider uh, so this is where we'll stop um, for this podcast and i'd like to thank you for listening i'd like to thank you for your time um, i wish you a great week ahead and uh, we'll talk again soon Okay. Thanks a lot and bye-bye. Hi, I'm Dr. Y and I'm passionate about relationships. You can call me a relationship enthusiast. 
I take great pleasure in seeing people in love and more importantly, seeing their relationships thrive. For singles, this means I desire to see their love stories and relationships lead to the altar. And for the married, it means seeing that the sparks and chemistry remain between the couple, even as they strive to build and run their home in partnership with God. And so I'd like you to join me over the weekends for a masterclass series on relationships for the singles and married couples. And for our masterclasses, we'll draw on insights from the Word of God to help us develop practical solutions to the issues we face in our relationships as singles and as married couples. So join me over the weekends as we try to see how to run our relationships from God's perspective.